What up? This is Michael Sean Dugar. And this is Chris Kidd. Starting on August 25th, we'll bring you the Seahawks Man-to-Man podcast. Moving forward, we plan to release episodes ahead of every Seahawks game with interviews with opposing team beat writers, interviews with Seahawks players, and a lot more. The best way you can support the show is by subscribing to The Athletic. Start your free trial by going to theathletic.com slash Seahawksman-to-Man or by hitting the link in the show notes. Right now, our listeners can get 40% off of an annual subscription. Again, catch us ahead of every Seahawks game on The Athletic and The Athletic app. And again, our show will be available for free every week on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Seahawks Man to Man podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd, who is with the Athletic now. Chris, what up, man? We definitely gotta get you a blue check now, man. <laughs> we definitely gotta get you a blue check. They you might got... say always part time. Oh, all right, man. <laughs> hey, your time is valuable over here. Chris, officially producing podcasts. Well, at least our podcast for the Athletic. You guys heard the announcement. Uh, if there's any if if anything's unclear about what's going on moving forward, just let us know what the gist of it is. We're doing two shows a week, one of them on the athletic exclusively, one of them not on the athletic exclusively. It will be on there, but you can also get it iTunes, Spotify. You know, you heard me. You guys heard my uh, that's my production voice. It's good, Mike. That, I, hey man, three years going. I got the it's good man. Well, that's after four years of broadcast schooling. You know, that's true. So, you know, that's I'm, true. I am trained. Although you do, you, you did join the print section. That's true. <laughs> That's because I think someone told me early on in school at Wazoo that I would have to cut my hair to be on TV or that really? it was likely to because, huh. yeah, because my, my hair wasn't as cleaned up as I rock it now. It was more just like closer to like Bob Marley than like Wale. Oh, so they just envision you in the green room. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good yeah, play on words there. So, yeah, I am trained, but I was like, I'm not doing this broadcast thing. Also, carrying camera equipment. Uh, No. <laughs> yeah, I did that. It sucked. <laughs> that stuff is heavy. I'm bro. happy where I'm at. We're all good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Both, both different routes came back. Yes. 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 You guys know where you can follow me. Uh, Let's get this campaign for Chris to get this blue check. Chris, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206. Again, that's CKID206. Uh, I'm back from Minneapolis, a beautiful city, terrible airport. Uh, the Seahawks lost their preseason game to the Vikings. I know Pete Carroll is probably really, really uh, upset about that. You know, he really likes to win. I'm pretty sure he was really pissed when Mike Zimmer, the Vikings coach, was up seven. And you know what they didn't do, Chris? <laughs> they did not kick it in the fourth quarter. They went for two, oh. and they got it to go up nine. That way, that eliminated overtime. That was beautiful strategy. Okay, real quickly, that makes sense to go up two possessions yeah. instead of one. Absolutely, there's no argument for that. Okay, glad we're there. Glad we're there. That's good. <laughs> I was thinking that when they when they did that, I was like, Mike Zimmer doesn't want overtime. I love Mike Zimmer. No, I love think him. I think almost every NFL team would do that. Unless your defense is number one overall. Well, the, the Vikings passing defense is. Let's get into that real quick because I wrote about that. I know we've got some other stuff we want to talk about. Am I weird, Chris, for being concerned about Russell Wilson and the passing offense when they don't have Doug against like an elite defense like Minnesota? Because remember, hit it. They didn't get a touchdown pass against Minnesota last preseason. Um, that was the third one too. So that's the game where the starters play a lot. I think they played the whole first half. Uh, Chris Carson had a touchdown run. I think that was it for the first team. 
the Vikings game of Monday Night Football, the regular season. You remember that? Oh, that was hot trash. Russell was awful. The O line was awful. It was a long night. Tyler was awful. David Moore was awful, and they looked like trash. Uh, the score was, I think, twenty-one to seven. Super misleading. That's a bunch of field goals. Justin Coleman had a scoop and score. Uh, Chris Carson, I think, had a touchdown run. That was, it. and then Sunday night again. They can't get in the end zone in any fashion, whether you're running or throwing against this Vikings defense. And I, I'm picking like small examples, it feels like, but I mean, between last year's preseason, that's one half. The whole regular season game, that's the entire game. So that's six quarters. And then you got about another quarter against the starting unit. That's damn, that's damn near two games against an elite defense that Russ and them can't get the ball. And I don't think they had Doug in every game. I think. Did they have Doug against the Vikings last preseason? No. Doug didn't even, no. Did Doug, yeah, Doug didn't do preseason, no. right? Doug don't do preseason. So I don't, <laughs> that worries me, because I need to see what the offense looks like without Doug. So am, am I am I thinking too much about it, or is that, like, legitimate at this point, that the, the offense can't get in the end zone? I think it's a combination. I think that, for one, life without Doug right now, they're seeing it, and they're trying to get used to it. When things break down, who does Russ rely on? Oh, Doug Baldwin. He mm-hmm. can He can just throw it there. Well, now that is gone. There's smoke. There's no Doug Baldwin. Now when a play breaks down, you have Tyler Lockett, Jay Brown. David Moore. David Moore, who hasn't really – we haven't seen much of at all. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a challenge. And it's the preseason. They've only two series, and that's not enough time. That's that's true. If they did that for two quarters, you have a valid argument. But for two series, jitters, a whole bunch of other things, factors – Look, the season is 17 days away. We will see a lot more from this team without Doug, and we can see it for the whole game. It won't just be spurts. We'll get to see it the whole game, and I think more we can dive we can dive deeper into it and dissect it and see what this team can do without Doug now because there's going to be breakdowns, but someone's going to have to come free. I mean, we saw last night Harrison Smith making a – break on Tyler Lockett. That was a great that was a great play. That was a great play. I thought he got there early. I watched the replay. He he pr- he might have. I think he got the ball early on the swipe and down. Him. And yeah, and then just rocked Tyler. And right that's after fair. That. If you touch the ball first, you that, are allowed to do whatever. That was a great play. It's not helmet to helmet. But I think Tyler Lockett should get used to that because teams now are going to realize and lock on him as the number one guy. Whereas previous years it was Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett would find a way to get open because he has speed good route running, and he can catch the ball. But now teams know you are the number one guy. Ty Lockett might see double teams. I mean, these are things that he has to think about. He saw some last year. There you go. And now he is the number one guy. Other guys, Jay Brown, Jerron Brown, that is going to have to step up. If David Moore is going to make this team, he is going to have to have a really, really good season. Yeah. I mean, these are it's a lot of pressure. But I think the Seahawks can handle it. Question is, will they? Life without Doug Baldwin. Week one. See, yeah, the the reason, and this goes into the one guy we want to talk about after uh, Sunday's game is is JB Jerron Brown. It's like I don't, I worry about not just when the plays breaks down, but it's like when you need a play. If that makes sense. Like you need a big play. Like I think maybe that's where someone like DK could be valuable. And Will Disley, we haven't seen a ton of. I think he played for the first time. We saw it. I feel was. I'm always bad with Super Bowls in years, but Chris Matthews was that guy. That yeah, yeah. That was Super Bowl 49. Thank you. See, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, that was a dude who was like selling shoes or something like that, and then had like a hundred yards against the Patriots. Is the prototype of DK. The only thing DK has on him: better route runner, more physical, 
But I think the Seahawks are looking for him to be that type of guy. Hopefully he gets more than just two targets in a Super Bowl or to that. And he catches two two catches for 50-plus yards. But that's what I think the Seahawks are looking for in a DK Metcalf and a little bit more. If DK can come in and be that guy on a third and long, third and seven, where they say, hey, DK, we need you to do this post over the middle and he can make a big yeah. play. Or just beat somebody one-on-one. And that opens up for everyone else. That's what they were going to use him for, which – Back to your point. Sorry, Aaron. He's not getting over 50 targets. That's just, oh, yeah. that's just not going to happen. Finch is tripping. But this, this is going to be a fun season to watch, man. It really is. They have a lot of talent. Let's just hope that his knee is healthy because he's had the injury bug pretty much in the offseason. Who, who's that? Sorry, DK. Oh. He had the oblique injury for the mock game. Didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Preseason week one. He played a little bit in that game. Played a little bit, but it wasn't effective because – think he I had one catch? I don't think him and – and Paxton Lynch were on the same page at all. That's because Paxton Lynch. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. I know. I know you're going with yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. And yeah. then Go ahead. week two, find out he has a knee injury, and yeah. now he's gonna get surgery. And I'm thinking surgery. That's that's a long process there. That's not. Oh, you got surgery. You're good to go in three and a half weeks. But we'll find out more because. After practice tomorrow, Pete will probably have more news, hopefully, right? Hopefully. Yeah, he has to. I know if, how Pete be if, treating If y'all. not, I'll get on my sources thing, you know. <laughs> yes. Do what I got to do. Pretend to be my be Ian Rappaport. Uh, Staying on receivers real quick, I think we owe some love to Jerron Brown because all offseason it felt like, and I think we mentioned this after the draft too, when, when guys are to get replaced, like you lose a Doug. It's like, okay, cool, let's draft somebody. So it's like, all right, John Arsua, Gary Jennings, DK Metcalf, boom. One of these guys can replace Doug in some form or fashion. You know what? In fact, DK can replace David, Gary can replace JB, or Arsua can replace JB, and then boom, run him out there with Tyler. And that's kind of been the prevailing thought, save for maybe like a couple practices where Jerome Brown was like highlighted and Shoddy said they used him wrong. So it's like, oh, JB. And then it just kind of fades out. Like if when I, when I leave out, when I do roster projections, if I leave out Jerron, no one really says anything. Let me leave out Gary Jennings or John Arsu. And it's like, Mike, what are you talking about? But it's like, yo, man. JB is a veteran. There's a reason why the Seahawks picked him up two years ago. Well, and it's because, yes, it's the veteran part of it. It takes receivers a little bit to adjust. I don't care how good you were in college. Being in being an NFL receiver is, is a lot more than just being fast and being strong or being bigger than everyone or whatever. Unless you're like DK where you're bigger than NFL receiver or DBs too. But nah, man, you can't. And, this doesn't go for every college receiver, but for the most part, you probably notice, Chris. In, in the end, in college, your your assignments aren't difficult. You're a receiver. Your quarterback only has a couple reads. You either know the ball's coming to you or it's not. You know, you're it's like, hey, beat this guy or go to this open space right here. It's real simple. You know, uh, in in college or in the NFL, the Seahawks are like, okay, if the defense does this, safety crashes down before here, and Russ says this, then you do this. But unless he does that with that foot, then you will actually go this way what <laughs> like that's uh Doug Farrar when we had him on like there's a lot he mentioned when we we're talking about Tyler's route running there's a lot of option routes yeah in this offense and that requires some smarts it's not just being you fast. have to know where to go right and <laughs> you have you to see, know exactly. quick on yeah. the fly yep like if the safety does this then you do this corner does this at the snap then you actually do this because you have to know that Russ is thinking this when he sees this so you do this you know like so that's why you got to trust someone like Jerron to know that David who's been in the what's this, his third year yeah yeah third year even if even if maybe guys like John or Gary or even Jazz or whatever are a bit more talented, it's it's about that smart, that aspect of it, knowing what you're doing and being able to line up everywhere. Like, hey, can you be the H on this play right here, JB? Or hey, can you be the can you be the Z on this one right here? Okay, actually right now, David just kinda rolled his ankle. We need you to play X 
for this next series. Can you do all that? If you're JB, the answer is yes. Like, that's how you stay around. Be a vet, be able to do a lot, and be smart. And we saw a little bit of that I mean, on Sunday. S- the crazy thing is we saw that his first year in Seattle, it just stopped. <laughs> well, he only had 14 catches. That's, that's why I say it, it stopped. stopped. Yeah. It, was, it was a good run, and then it just stopped, and it was cut off, and it was done. Yeah, and he was like the, the fourth C- receiver, though. And now, Well, that's on the Seahawks, right? Yeah. No, they should have you. They, they picked him up because they thought he can bring that veteran presence and he can get – he can make plays. He can be a big receiver for a Russell Wilson. They didn't use him the way he should have been. And now they're saying, oh, we realize that again, and we're going to double down on what we said last year, and we're going to actually do it. Yeah, And, and so right. far, it appears that they're going in that direction. I get it's the preseason. You want to get the younger guys in there, and that's what they need to do. They need to get the Gary Jennings, the ball more. John Arsua, who has proven that when he catches the ball – he can make the first guy miss. Oh, yeah, he's really good. Check. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to get a little more yards, and he's going to get down. Because he's fast. Fast, good hands. I love his route running. He is good. Yeah, he, doesn't get, he doesn't get smacked. He doesn't get He's lit smart. Up. He's very smart. He realizes, I'm the smallest guy out here. If I catch the ball, make <laughs> one guy miss, get down. Yep. <laughs> Coach is not going to get mad at me for getting a first down, making a guy miss. I'm good. You know who's also good at that is Tyler. Tyler's Tyler one never of the best. takes big hits. No. Never takes big hits. Even on those dimes that Russ throws it up then you're thinking oh he's gonna get clobbered nope if you guys play Madden he's holding down the A button for a possession catch meaning he is going to find a way to get down to the ground immediately without taking a lot of punishment yeah cause he's smart he's you got smart to. so I I think uh, before we hopped on today you're like look JV's making this team oh yeah and he's been in all of my projections and in the top three he's been in the top three all offseason OTA, this is just a reminder, camp, that's all. Training camp. <laughs> well, it was finally good to like see it. Like I think he led the team in yards, although it was only like two series, but like he had fifty yards in, in two series. Like you you know, extrapolate is that the word? Extrapolate that over the course of a game, and you probably have a decent day. You know, in the Seahawks offense though, that could only be like three catches for like eighty eight or something like that. But that's also a good day because they were big plays too. He should have caught that one though. Yes, the one that we Yeah, the third down a catch. Early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it excited. Was, it was too high. But what was good is he beat the man coverage there. Because yes. I'm worried about anybody on this team beating man coverage. Like, I think Tyler can do it, and I really think that's about it. And I think Jazz has been doing a decent job of it. I think DK's going to so surprise big. you. I, he got to catch the ball. He had a drop first well, game. you did say just beat the man coverage. That's the yes. first step. Well, then you got to catch it. Well, we'll get to that. You did say beat. You <laughs> yeah. beat the coverage. Cool. Now we can work on your catching. Yeah. he can. He'll get there. But I think it's Tyler... I'll give Jerron Brown. I think he can definitely beat guys one-on-one. We'll, we'll see. We'll see a lot more of it hopefully this year if the Seahawks plan on using him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have a DK, and that's where it's – Oh, you, actually, John Rosua's got to be up there somewhere. Cause that, I, I need to see those guys against number ones. I feel oh, you. I feel, you. It's, I feel so bad for those backups, bro. I was watching those, that game. It's one of those things when you're a, a late-round draft pick, you're, you're fighting for a position spot. They know you're talented, but you won't be with the starters unless you are 6'3", and you are a, f- a talented receiver, and you've been killing it. It's it's really t- I guess it's very hard to be a seventh-round pick and to be with the number ones, be, be running with the ones. Yeah, no, it's hard, but it's just like they're playing behind the, the Paxton's that has no time to throw, none, because they, they're just, he's just getting destroyed because no one on the O-line can block. And then when he does throw, it's to us. You know, <laughs> it is not. To th- At least we'll catch it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm catching whatever <laughs> he throws. It throws my way, but that 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 I just feel so bad for those guys. That's why also I feel like JB and D- and Demo 
David, I use all these guys' nicknames now. I don't. I'm just so used to hearing. The them. good news is, if they don't make it here, the chances are they will land somewhere else, and then they will have their flashing moment. Yeah. And that tends to happen with a lot of NFL players. They don't make it where they were drafted, but they find a home elsewhere because another team believes, hey, you should be a second. You should be a second string guy. You should get more opportunity, and that more opportunity turns into still the solid player. Although it may not happen in Seattle, some of these guys may have a better career elsewhere. Just want to mention that. I really think that if, because I, I think the backup should play more with Russ in the first team, but if they're not going to, whatever. There really needs to be like a concerted effort to really see what Demo and JB can do. Like air it out to them. Take like a, because they're going to play what against the Chargers probably the whole first half. Probably. I hope not, but they probably will. They pro- Yeah, they, I hope not as well because the Chargers defense is good. Even well, without Derwin, even without I, Derwin James, yeah, you're right. They Joe, still they got Bosa, not Joey Bosa, but one of the Bosa brothers. Which one do they have? Nick. One of the Bosa brothers. Yeah, they got the Bosa brother. They have uh, what's his name? Perryman, and they have another lineman. What's his Melvin name? Melvin Ingram. Yeah, oh, they might kill Russ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, bro. Like it's the, the Chargers are nasty. It's not just Derwin. Like they're probably gonna miss the playoffs though. Um, nah, they should be fine. Uh, what do you mean? They should be fine. They still right. got Philip Rivers. They're gonna be able to but run they, the ball. They just, I just read a story about the some. I forget who wrote it. It was on the Athletic. He basically gave. Oh, that's probably Daniel, top, our new Chargers guy. It was top. No, it wasn't. I don't know. It was top ten. Oh, Shill. Shill yeah. probably about that. And yeah. I saw that and I said, "Ooh, that is good," because I know one of the one of the linemen is out, and that is huge. But uh, anyway, we don't want to talk about the Chargers. See that's true. Podcast. We should get Daniel on the show though. Daniel used to cover the Jaguars. I can't remember his last name. He used to cover the Jaguars for us. Covers the Chargers uh, for us now. Move from Jacksonville to, to L.A. On. Good for him. Seahawks play Chargers this Saturday. That is true. I'm going to L.A. Or Carson. Whatever. I don't know. It's, it's all. Los Angeles. You're okay. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah. But we had to give the, the 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 love to JB because he is just forgotten about for the most part. It's a lot He's of just reminding everybody. That's all. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he probably is better than all the other guys on the team. I mean, JB has like nine touchdowns the last two years. <laughs> like, Seahawks dis- have to utilize The him. disrespect is kind of crazy when you think about it. Like, how rare is it? Dude's coming off. He had five touchdowns last year, and he's fighting for a job with these rookies who <laughs> haven't done nothing. That's kind of that's kind of messed up. Uh, but we mentioned the O-line, how they couldn't block. I felt bad yesterday, Sunday night, watching Rashad Penny try to get going. I feel bad. And it was, it was one of those things where I think I tweeted. I wanted to word my tweet carefully. I was walking to the bathroom, and I, Rashad had just got stuffed for like a loss of one or something like that. And I was like, man, these these plays to Rashad are – I couldn't think of it. So I was like, dot, 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 just not working. And it wasn't even like it was Rashad's fault. It was like – like, for example, Chris, we watched every, every we watched every Rashad Penny run last uh, from last night before we uh, hopped on today. Let me see Rashad Penny's final stat line. Six carries, negative two yards, a long of four yards. He was hit in the backfield on, what, five of those six runs? Every time. So all six? And they gave him a reasonable spot. He should have negative four yards. Yeah, like he got his first, first touch, hit in the backfield. Harrison Smith right there, front door. Like that's, that's – he, he's got the same problem as the receivers. He's playing behind just a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of scrubs and – I really don't like calling dudes scrubs, but like playing playing offensive line in the NFL is hard. It's hard to find five good dudes. The Seahawks have found five good ones, and that is it. They injury man, they George Fant out. Demetrius Knox 
might end up on IR with a quad injury. Jordan Simmons, I forget what's wrong with him. Mike Ayupati is his foot and it's his calf. Phil Haynes had surgery. It's like that's like that's a whole starting unit right there. Yeah. Hurt. Jamarco Jones, I don't even know what's wrong with him. He's not that really is another st- that's their whole backup team right there. Well, my Ayupati's a starter, but You're like down to your third string. That's that's two tackles, two guards. I've, yeah, that's two tackles and two guards. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's that's a starting unit that they have on the bench, and you can tell. Rashad for real was getting hit every time. And I'm worried about Rashad because it seems like in college they were doing a lot of like, is it single back? Is that the word for single it? Single formation, yeah. Yeah, they were or where he had, where he could get like a running start. Yep. And then just kind of burst and go. Because he, when he gets that little running start, he goes. That's why he works on screen passes so well. I think in two games he's got like two screen passes that have gone for like 30 yards total because he can get it going on a screen. He just needs that little running start. When he's not getting that running start and them lanes aren't there, he's going down in the backfield. Minus two yards? Chris Carson was what? Five carries, 25 yards. And he looked way better. And I, I, I'm worried that even when he gets behind the first team offense, it won't look the same. The confidence won't be there because he's so he's used to being, oh, there's supposed to be a guy here. I got to make someone miss. I don't have the time to. Right. But you got to give him an opportunity. I think in going against San Diego, he should be starting. We know Chris Carson is the starter, but we got to get his confidence up. The point is, right. he is backing up Chris Carson. When Chris Carson's tired, that's who you put in the game to right. get yards. And yeah. if he's not comfortable and hasn't done it all preseason, to your point, it's likely that he's just going to go out there and, and nothing's going to go right. I really think the Seahawks should start, pen, start Penny this Saturday yep. just to see how he does with the starting unit. And if he's still struggling, there are serious questions. But yeah. I don't think it'll be that way. I think he'll... That's fair. I think he will figure it out and get it done and he'll find the burst that he used to he has good vision that's to your point because when he gets you know ahead of steam yeah he can he, go he can he's go. fast he's got a good straight line speed and that's i think the seahawks got given opportunity i chris carson's a starter i'm not saying that oh yeah start no, penny chris is chris is different yeah he's a different cat but chris carson's gonna be starting let's let's get rashad going let's get him ready for the regular season because again 17 days away two weeks out basically one week after this preseason game you got to make sure everybody's good to go. Fine-tuning is important, and if he is not fine-tuned, there will be a lot more questions than answers come week after week one. Yeah, I don't think Rich, I don't think Chris should play anymore in the preseason. That's fair. I mean, hell, if you don't put Russell out there, don't do uh, it. No, I mean, if you're going to – I think because running backs are a bit more uh, – less less durable. So, yeah, don't play Chris. Play Rashad. Play Travis. Pay, play uh, – who's else? Yeah, they got to give my guy Travis – or not my guy. They got to give Travis a little more love Precise. Uh, is, is he healthy enough to play right now, Mike? I have no idea. He suited up on Sunday, just didn't play. He traveled, suited up, didn't, didn't play. play. I'd be pissed. <laughs> no, they don't For want real. you getting hurt. It's just like, why bring me to Minnesota? You know, they didn't. They didn't bring Shaquem out there. You know, because he's hurt. They didn't bring a bunch of guys out there because they're, they're, they're hurt. Like I don't think Chris should play at all anymore. And it got to be Rashad, because he's a first round pick. Yeah, bro. they need. He needs to show his worth at this point. I'm, I'm with you though. If he, if, if he gets some reps, if he gets at least like ten carries. With the uh, first team. I'm cool with that. He just has to produce on that 10 carries. Yeah, I need to see some explosion. That's the other thing we're not seeing. Like in that first game, he just fall. He just fell down on one of those carries. I don't know. You didn't watch it, but he. I think like his first or second carry, he just he has a hole, hits it, and then just tries to cut and just falls down. Get new cleats, man. Yeah, it looked like he needed new cleats, actually, to be honest. And that, See, that, that worries me. Got to get him with that first unit, and you got to test him off that. And I'm hoping this weekend – 
he gets that opportunity and all this is just smoke and we're all wrong and like, oh he's good he just unfortunately is playing with the second and third unit and it's very hard when you get the ball and you have a strong safety meeting you five yards behind the line of scrimmage. And yeah, he was getting no, he was getting rocked on Sunday. Even Pete Carroll said the audio is not great, but he he said we have to block for him better. Very clear. He was like, it's not even Rashad's fault. And Sunday it really didn't look like it, but it no. still brought it, it looked a lot like the struggles he had last year. And that's what you can't I mean, come on, first round pick, bro. Yeah. Look at the other first round pick running backs out there, man. They He's in a tough class. Even the ones that aren't, like, super good. Like, Fournette's, like, okay. Still looks like a beast sometimes out there. He's 24, but he looks 37? Yeah, he looks he looks old as hell. <laughs> like, he's already bald. Like, that's that's crazy. Uh, uh, he, yeah, he, he looks like a grown man. He runs like one. You know, even if Rashad's not Zeke or Saquon or... You just want him to be productive. Or that's Gurley. It. Like, those him, are all top ten You picks. want him to go out there... And look a lot. Look better than Chris. I mean, for real, man. You are a first-round pick, but yeah. I, unfortunately, that's not going to happen because Chris should have went first overall. He just no. Chris is nasty. I think that in that first Shil- round, that is. Excuse me. That Shil Kapadia piece that you mentioned. I think that might be the one where he predicts that Chris MVP. Carson is going to lead the league in rushing. Or excuse me, yes, or MVP. One of the two. I think yeah, running league. back is not going to win MVP. But, but I think he just lead the league in rushing, which is definitely a fair argument. Because I think he was what fifth last year. Yeah, he was only two hundred yards behind Ezekiel. Yeah, so I think he. I mean, I don't think he'll be able to do it, uh, but it's not. Yeah, if you finish fifth, you can easily jump to first. It's not yeah. that far off. My guess would be someone like, um, like McCaffrey, to be honest. That would be that would be my guess. But or Carson, David Johnson. I don't know if their O line will be good enough. I think having Sweezy will help. I do know this. They will. They're going to run the ball a lot. Uh, yeah, and they're going to throw it to David Johnson I think, too. I think Kyler should run the ball a lot. But that, yeah, that boy, that boy's nasty. I, I, I wish it's funny because it's one of those things I can't even really talk to Rashad about because he's not gonna throw his lineman under the bus. But like, the guy's blocking for him. You can just add, not. I'm good. sure. You, I'm sure you're gonna word it away that it's not throwing him. Be like, hey, how can the how can the second unit help you? Or there's ways you can do it. I'm sure. What's he gonna say? Block better? Is just like for? I mean, Pete already said it. I already <laughs> know what the answer is. I can watch the tape, bro. The first play. Just to hear him say it would who, be different. Who than was I that guess. Viking safety who was just whooping these guys? But uh, Jay Jay Curse. Ron Curse. J- oh, that's crazy. Duh. How old is he? I don't know. He doesn't Does have his age. Oh, okay. He was just smoking last. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's he Rashad deserves big plays better that than game. that. Yeah, man. He looked like a linebacker. Yeah. Safety in there, just stuffing stuff in the box. Like that's that's unacceptable. And it's really it kind of like makes the issue worse because people are already worried about Rashad. Consider me one of them, just because. Again, first round pick. Once you have that expectation on you, I need you to be better at the very least than this seventh rounder we have on the team. Like even yesterday, Travis Homer looked more explosive. Travis Homer, a sixth round pick, yeah, had like four carries for sixteen yards. You know, he also had like a nine yard run. He had a decent day. Yeah, no, I, thought they should, I thought he should have got a little more touches. I think his last name was Homer. Let him hit some home runs. Give him the ball. Give him the ball. He should have ten carries. Uh, Eight, yeah. Three, I guess well, they got to move the ball. That's second team. Uh. Paxton got figured out. Killed. I don't know. Figure it out. Shoddy, get it done. I felt bad because I tweeted that like if Paxton's not like moving around in the pocket in the second half, he's gonna get killed. And he moved around and he got, got killed. killed. He got his bell wrong. Did you delete that tweet, Mike? No, no, it ain't my fault. <laughs> you got to slide sooner. <laughs> now that's an illegal hit. The hit that Holton Hill but had on him. You. He got to slide way sooner than that. If you go watch that, like it's an illegal hit. Very clear. It's illegal. He puts his helmet right on Paxton's chin. That is illegal, whether he's sliding or not to be honest. Uh, but he slides way too late. Like, by the time he sleeps, oh, he's like a yard from Holton and tries to slide. 
It's like, yeah, that's why you got hit in the head. You got to slide sooner. You're six six. Like even five yards earlier. Yeah, like uh, someone someone on Twitter had a good thread about that. Like quarterbacks are getting like as many yards as they can, and like, all right, now I'm down. It's like, bro, this dude has been running at you for ten yards. <laughs> You're running full speed at him. If you just decide, like, in a blink that you're just going to give up, like, he's already running full <laughs> speed at you. Oh, There's no just off switch. It's just like, no, man, it's momentum. He's moving forward. But if you get down, even if he goes with his shoulder or his head, you're going to get cracked. He showed that Joe, remember that Joe Flacco one from, I think it was a year or two ago? That's the reason Joe Flacco shouldn't run right then and there. Joe tried to slide, like, a yard or two before the dude. Like, no, man. Like like when Russell does it, he slides early. Like he Russell gets, slide, and even Russell get rocked. Russ got rocked uh, once, I think, last year, because you you need to slide very early. Uh, I think of a Falcons dude from the season opener last year got got ejected for rocking somebody. I think on the Eagles was it Cam Newton? Oh, maybe. Oh, it was Cam. Yeah, he rocked Cam. Yeah, because Cam tried to slide too late. You gotta slide early, man. And especially if you're Paxton Lynch, you not. It's not you. Get down, man. You don't want to go to the XFL. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, it doesn't matter. Now, the Seahawks are so short on QBs. JT Barrett ended the game with a pick. Geno Smith didn't even play. Didn't even play. Paxton Lynch probably concussed. They're going to sign Austin Davis tomorrow. Good thing he's already on the coaching staff. <laughs> For real, he's like an offensive analyst assistant or something like that. Hey, Austin, low-key, I know you're coaching. We're gonna have to need we're gonna need you to suit up come Saturday. You know what they should say is like how how would you like a raise? Because <laughs> he's gonna make more. He's probably not making nothing as an offensive analyst assistant or whatever the he hell. He might have saved his lunch money, he'd be okay. Yeah, I mean he's probably saved his money, but it's like, hey man, how would you like a raise and a forty thousand dollar signing bonus to play against the Raiders in a couple weeks? Because for real, that's all they really need him to do. Like the backup quarterback spot is so bad. Everything about the backups looks – I know the team, everyone thinks the Seahawks have depth except at D-line. No one thinks they have depth there. But, yo, there really is none. There's only depth – watch this segue. There may be depth at one spot. Safety. You like that? that was How good. we lean into Deshaun Shedd? That was good. How about that pick six? He's proving his – he's proving veteran leadership is warranted on the Seahawks roster. Will the Seahawks keep him? Still up for grab. They got a yell, they got a lot of young talent, and that's a decision you have to make as a head coach, as a general manager. Dang, do we go with someone who has been with the system, knows it, came back for no money, <laughs> basically, and, and can make plays, and can make plays, or do we develop these young guys? Which the Seahawks mantra for as long as I've been watching football with the Seahawks is what they do: they develop the youth into stardom, pretty much. Yeah, and they like sprinkle in vets every, you know, the Cliff Averills, the Mike, but Mike, I'll tell you Mike this: Bees. that pick six had the sales going. Well, we can't just cut him. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you can, you can, it's, but it's that's hard, man. Well, it's here's a hard, a, hard decision to make. Here's the thing: I, I thought I, this is why I didn't write much on Shed uh, after the game. I think I mentioned his pick six. I think I talked to him for a little bit because I'm not gonna lie, man. The pick six was great. It was one of those plays that was kind of just like handed to him. The throw was so bad. So bad because credit to Barkevius Mingo and Cassius March for, for uh, getting pressure on Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion, who I remember from just carving us up when he was at Oregon State. Us, I mean Wazoo. Him and Brandon Cooks was such a nasty combo. I think they had Jaquiz Rogers too back then. Forget all that. I was there when I was, and saw Jared Goff give us 500 yards. They beat us like 62 Bro, to they, 59. Cal used to just yeah. Jared they used Goff to just, was throwing dimes. No, yeah, he did, yeah he but was. But anyway. <laughs> uh, like, credit Barkevius and Cassius for getting some pressure, although the pass rush was pretty much non-existent. On, uh, I don't think they had a sack. They weren't 
uh, the Vikings were doing a really good job of getting the ball out. Puna Ford was the standout guy. Puna Ford is hard to move, man. 310 pounds or more and 5'8". He might already be one of the top five defenders on the team. Fair enough. I go Bobby, KJ, J. Reed, Bradley, Puna. Yeah. Shaquille, I'm fine with it. Uh, I, guess, I don't know. I got to see more from Shaquille now as that number one corner. I thought he was in good position on that Thielen catch. Clearly a push-off, by the way. Got to okay. make those calls. Real quick. I don't know where we're talking about shit. Real quick. What kind of nonsense? So you guys all saw the play, right? Thielen pushes off. There's no call. He catches the 34-yard bomb on Shaq. Pete Carroll challenges it. He loses the challenge. He says he lost the challenge because the refs was like, yo, we don't have an angle that shows what you're talking about. Timeout. <laughs> you mean to tell me all them damn cameras in the stadium, none of them has an angle that shows that where the ball went? Like, that's where the ball was. All y'all are fired. Yeah, it's like, okay, where was that? That was on Fox? What? Okay, yeah, somebody's canned. Somebody sleep? Was somebody texting? You can see on the main angle. They went to the bathroom. Like, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> it's an inside, inside, inside joke there. But you can <laughs> see Shaq put his hands up. Thielen swipes it with his left, creates a little space, catches the ball. It looked great. Veteran push-off. You see it all the time. Like, you shouldn't call that in real time. But Pete's like, okay, cool. Don't call it in real time. I got this flag. Let's call it now. And they saw they didn't have the angle. What? <laughs> <laughs> I want you all fired. Yeah, everyone, everyone get out. What kind of just nonsensical excuse? Are we playing in the NFL or are we playing Pop Warner? Yeah, and then the very next play, Trey, is a pass interference. That was a pass interference. He's got his left hand on Thielen's left. Yeah, on, on Thielen's left. Yeah, he comes. Thielen, a veteran move. He sees the ball, slows down, lets Trey, like, run up his back. P.I., but Thielen's good. He's elite. Top 10 route runner. Uh, Yeah, no, we we agreed on that one. No, he's nasty. Diggs, <laughs> Diggs too. Diggs didn't do much. Didn't need to. He, yeah, he did. <laughs> I I like I the, the the secondary, but I think Puna right now, he just can't be moved. He just pushes people back. Like, he's he only got credited for one tackle for loss, but he honestly should have had, like, two or three. He should have had that forced fumble uh, in the first half. Puna's, Puna's nasty. But back to the safeties really quick. The reason I didn't write about Shed that much after the game because, I mean, three plays before his pick six got beat <laughs> by a tight end. Uh, uh, and he who, missed some tackle, missed a tackle. He, that was after the pick six, that's where okay, that's one of those backup running backs. It was him and Shed in the secondary. Dude just makes a miss. It wasn't even that great of a move. He's just like, excuse me, sir, I'm gonna stiff arm you. So it was just such a mixed bag. Besides that pick six, that I didn't want to just because you have to talk about it all. I can't just like show all this love for this one play and then just ignore that. Like, uh, don't know how much you can cover. And you look bad tackling, <laughs> like, because you have to paint the whole picture, you know. So I just let it, I just let it be. The pick six was great, but I did read that the Seahawks don't really work on tackling. No, I mean they don't tackle in practice, and that makes sense. And then when you see it in games, uh, but no yeah. one really tackles like that. Well, they gotta tackle dummies or something. Yeah, I mean everyone does that. Though. Well, moving dummies. That's why I don't think like when when teams complain like, oh, we don't tackle in practice. It's like, bro, no one's tackling, so you're all at the same disadvantage, you know, like. The Vikings aren't doing it either, but they were tackling Rashad just fine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Got to figure something out, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, that's that's not that's not an excuse for me. It's all. Also, he's been in the league since like 2012. Wrap up. Not a tackle. Yeah, I understand coverage is not really the thing there, especially because he was covering that tight end like from like a flanker type of slot spot, which is a hard it's a hard cover man to man. It was it was third and short, hard cover, whatever. Uh, but I do think I will say this for Shed and anyone who's like hopeful he's on the roster. 
He was the first safety to sub in the game. They took Bradley out, boom, shed, in the game. Before Marquise Blair, who left in the second half with back spasms. Before Shalom Luani, go Cougs. Who else? Who am I missing? Oh, Delano. Delano. Or Lano. Lano, Delano. I don't know, bro. He got to play before I change his name. That's just, 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 just keep it funky. That's fair. You you can't change your name unless you play. You know, that's just new rule. Not acknowledging the name change until you play. Is that cool? I'm with it, man. Yeah, let's go with that. Not acknowledging (laughs) the name change until you play a game. I understand he had a cracked hip. Ouch. Sounds painful. Got to play. So Shed was the first one in. I think that's huge because in practice, he was like, the third string free safety. Now all of a sudden he's like the backup strong safety, which is weird. But hey, whatever it takes to get on the field. So that's encouraging. The pick six is encouraging. He had a safety uh, against the Broncos. Encouraging. Missed tackles and not being able to cover. Discouraging. So I'm not really sure what to do with, with him right now because like you said with the young guys. You want them out there. You want to see where they're at. You want to evaluate them. You want to build them up. And you got a veteran like Shed. Well, because, you know, you'll lose them, too. Like, if they cut Delano, he's getting picked up. Someone's going to take a risk on him. You cut Marquise Blair, which they won't. Oh, they wouldn't. You're getting picked up. Yeah. You cut Shalom, probably get picked up. But if you cut Shed, who knows? Maybe you'll bring him back, like, week two or something like that. Yeah, it's the, that option's always there. He lives here, you know? Yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that. Well, we're recording, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> I think he lives here. Everyone lives here. It's beautiful. How could you not want to live here? Yeah, man. Unless you're like stupid rich and got a place like L.A. But, you know. Or even Tampa that. Bay, as I found out. Oh, my goodness. Tampa. <laughs> no one wants to live in Tampa. Should we have these Twitter questions real quick before we get out of here? Are there any about living in Tampa? Oh, no, no there's one, not actually. No one wants no, to live in Tampa. No, no. no one wants to live in like Tampa, Jacksonville. I, I'm just, I don't know how I just got to just like dumping on Florida, but everyone wants to live in Miami, man. We just got back from Miami. Wouldn't you want to live there? No, I don't want to live in Miami. What? That That humidity. I'm good, bro. Oh, that was beautiful. I could, I can't stand it. I'm sorry. Oh, I would get tired of it. After, I got tired of it after five days. I was like, God dang, man, it's so hot and sticky. and ooh, I'm good. No, I'm It was a great trip, though. I'll travel uh, there. It was, yeah. You can visit me when I move there. That's just, yeah. Cause I'm Done going. deal. Now we can get to, to the correct Tampa Bay. I don't want to live there. Well, let's get it going. We have our first question from at team underscore Norton. At I recognize that name. Show right? love. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't. I haven't seen this one before. But if you've seen it before, I'll take it. All right. At what point should the Seahawks consider Rashad Penny might actually be bad? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, If he doesn't look good next week. Like on Saturday. I mean, to be honest, he got a whole year where he wasn't good. So, I mean, that's, that's already a problem. <laughs> if... Because I put a lot in when they'll start in the preseason. Preseason games don't matter, whatever. I'm the biggest proponent of that. When your starters are against their starters, that counts. Like, all of those reps matter, right? Like, if you can't get past the four-yard line, (laughs) you know, I'm going to worry, right? That's just kind of how it goes. So, I mean, for me, if... Man, if you don't ball out, like, next week and then get some stuff against the Raiders... I'm gonna be worried. I'm gonna be fair. worried. I'm I'm giving it like a week or two because I don't think running backs have the same. We talked about receivers having that time. Yes. To get like acclimated, is that the word? Yes. Yeah, I like acclimated. Let's use that to get acclimated to the to the game. Running backs don't really have that same issue. Saquon came in and was just nasty from the jump. Even Leonard Fournette. Even who's the who's the Browns running back right now? 
It's Kareem uh, Hunt, and they just got Chubb. Nick Chubb, Chubb. Yeah, he's fresh, at, fresh out of college, right? Yes, yeah. second year now. Georgia? I think he's Georgia. Uh, Sonny Michelle, New England. No adjustment. You know, Christian McCaffrey came in. They were, I think they still had Jonathan Stewart, which was a bad idea at the time. But the point is, Kamara, Kareem Hunt, like, you can come in as a – Philip Lindsay just made the damn Pro Bowl. Undrafted. Chris Carson. Looked good as a rookie. So I think that you don't really need the learning curve there. Maybe stuff like catching and blocking, but like when you get the ball, you should be nasty as a first-round pick. You should. Royce Freeman's already good. You know, I like Royce. He's not as good as Phillip, but, yeah, he's good too. So two good running backs. Yeah, so I think, man, I'm only giving this like more a week or two. Then it's like I got my hand over the panic button and I'm slamming it. (laughs) For real. All right. Genesis Rift at Zach Yojin. Sup guys, love the pod as always. What makes a Super Bowl contender? And are the Seahawks missing any part of that? Um, I think you need an elite position group. Preferably on offense. And the Seahawks do not have that. I think, right? Hey. They have do, do they have I guess they have an elite run game. Would you say the run game is elite? It's best in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, by some metrics. I don't like yards per game as because it it, it just factors in y- yards per carry can be like misleading. Like it's be third and thirteen, you run a draw play, you pick up ten yards. Yeah, that's a ten yard run, but yeah, it's now fourth and three. Now, now it's fourth and three, and you're giving the ball away. Versus like a second and three, you pick up only four or second and two, you pick up only three yards, but you move the chains. Which run is more valuable, right? But so you know stuff like that. Anyway. I think they're missing an elite position group, I think. I mean, excluding quarterback. Their quarterback is elite, but you need more than that. Uh, you need an elite position group, I think. Oh, I'll put it this way. I think you need an elite position group on each side of the ball. That's how they won the Super Bowl a few years ago. Well, defense, of course, absolutely just manhandled everyone, but they also had a good running game. They had a, the best. That's when it was the best. When they had well, Marshawn. Lynch, Marshawn yeah. was the best. Him and, Ad- him and Adrian Peterson were like the best running backs for what, like four years? Like like three, four years it was him and AP. Let me know if I'm missing somebody, but I'm. those are the two that stand out. DeMarco Murray. Uh, Yeah, Marshawn was better than him. Because he was up there. I mean, if yeah. you wanted to do like a one, two, three, you could do it that way. Yeah, Mar- Marshawn was better than him, but yes, he was, he was also good. So those, that's what they had an elite run game. They had an elite passing defense, probably one of the best ever. They had elite linebackers, or at least an elite linebacker. Elite front four. Uh, they had Cliff Averill and Michael Bennett uh, off the – Jesus, man. <laughs> you know, good. Me Bane up front. No, those teams were nasty. They were nasty top to bottom. They were elite at every group, basically, except for O-line and receiver. For real. And quarterback. <laughs> that was it. They were elite all over. So I think you need an elite position group. Uh, on both sides, unless you're the Patriots, for real. <laughs> unless you're um, the Patriots, hey. the Patriots. Just, that's why I think the Chargers can go to the Super Bowl. Colts too. I love the have... piece where they asked you, Mike, if you could work for any other NFL franchise, who would it be? Oh, is that out? Yeah, I read it today. Oh, oh. I was surprised he picked the Patriots. You're like, I don't know if I want to live in Massachusetts, but hell, they're winning. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I get to talk to Brady and Belichick. Come on, now. yeah, I want to. I want to cover winners. I didn't realize that was out. That's a good question, though. That's why I think the char- char- teams that I think can win the Super Bowl, Chargers. Colts, Chargers have elite defense. Uh, Colts have an elite defense. Colts have Colts have an elite, uh, like uh, uh, offensive line. I think they have better skill position players now, and their quarterback is obviously really, really, really good. 
I think the Saints, the Chiefs, the Chiefs have a shot. I think with with getting Frank and the Honey Badger and firing their defensive coordinator, they can they have potential to do that too. Uh, obviously the Rams because they have Aaron Donald. Like these teams have like elite. You know, did I already say the Saints? Yes. Yeah. Uh, obviously the Patriots because Patriots. I think there's only like those are all the teams. Everyone else is still missing something. Cowboys are almost there. They they have a they think they have potential to have an elite defense and they already have like an elite like run game. We'll see if Zeke plays this year. If Zeke plays, <laughs> so I think I think they're up there. They're like on the fringe. They're on the fringe. So are the Eagles, and I think that's about it. I wouldn't put the the Seahawks are not there yet. I honestly don't even think they're that close. Got it. Our last question. Well, last question. We have two. It's from Mr. Collins. Always hitting us up for good questions. Appreciate the love. Love this guy. Love this guy. He has two for us today. Do you think the Hawks should consider trading Rashad Penny? If so. What do you think the compensation could look like, player or picks? Oh, wow. Rashad's just getting hit. <laughs> the fans are seeing it. Poor Rashad, man. Poor Rashad. I mean, yeah, because it's clear. I mean, we're not the only ones who notice, like. No, we are not. It just looks different. Even independent of the run game, er, excuse me, independent of the blocking, which does matter. Blocking matters more than who the running back is. Good blocking, anyone can look competent. Not everyone will look elite behind good, you know, run blocking. But everyone, anyone can look competent at this Thomas level. Rawls. Thomas Rawls. Thomas, well, the whole line wasn't even that good back then. But, like, you look at that. I don't know if you watched that preseason game with the Rams and Cowboys. Um, the backup running back for the Cowboys looked great. Why? Because the Cowboys' O-line is good. You could stick me and you back there. We'd at least, you know, we, we, we would get hit at, like, the two, two yards behind the line of scrimmage. But we'd get there. Rashad wouldn't even get in there. You know, because the O-line was so bad. So the O-line matters a lot more than who the running back is. So that's why it sucks for Rashad. But even independent of that, you can see that he just doesn't have that gear Chris has. No one does on this team. Not JD, not Travis, not CJ, not Bo Scarborough. No one has that gear Chris has. Chris puts his head down and falls forward in the Cats. No one on this team is doing that like Chris. So to back to the Rashad part of it, would they trade him? No. Because they invested a first round. You just don't give up on first round picks that easy. And also, who the hell's trading for him? <laughs> like, if we don't think he looks good on tape, what general manager is going to be like, yo, we're going to trade like a third round pick for a guy that is not good where he's at behind a good old, like the old line of Seattle's good. It's not like in the past where it could be like, man, he's just playing behind a bad old line. So maybe we could put him behind our good old line, like somewhere like, like Philly or. Dallas or somewhere with a good old line, Chargers, Rams, and be like, oh, yeah, we just put him behind our old line. He'll be great. No, man. The Seahawks old line is good. You know, and then Rashad had, I think, like one good game behind that that old line. So, no, I don't think they could even – I think they'd get hung up on. They would get left on red. What are some other insulting ways? Their DM would get seen. All that stuff. The FaceTime call would just ring. You know, you FaceTime and nobody would talk oh. to you. It just goes, do 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 Leave a voicemail, send you a text. Yeah, all that. It's like, hey, call me back. Uh, no, no, I don't. I, th- I think other teams would just laugh. That all sucks. Right. His next question: Should the Hawks pursue a trade for Jadavian Clowney? Man, we're gonna get Clowney questions. All I'm gonna look up who Clowney's agent is. I'm about to just call this guy and be like, "What's up, man?" I'll do that after the show, <laughs> for real. Because it's no, I don't think so. I don't. Th- What's Clowney making this year? Fifteen mil. A lot of bread. Fifteen mil. You'd, you'd probably have to give up, like, a first-round pick to rent Jadavian Clowney for a year for 15 mil. Not worth it. 
Now, maybe if you were giving up like a second and like maybe a compensatory fourth or something like that, I don't know. Maybe a 2021 pick. I'm not sure. No, no, don't trade for Jadavion because they're not going to pay him. I'd rather just have Frank. Right? No. Seahawks missed that step. I mean, who's better? Jadavion? I mean, Jadavion's probably better than Frank. But if you're. No, you don't think so? I'm take, I would personally take Frank. Maybe. Maybe. That's a good question. I'm not sure. They're probably about the same. At the very least, they're probably about the same. Like, if, if one's better, it's not by a lot. It's, yeah, it's not a huge gap. But I'd rather just pay Frank if you're, if you're going to do that. So, no, I wouldn't do I, I see why, though. The pass rush does look non-existent. But if you go back and watch that game, I didn't want the, the one against the Broncos was I thought the D-line actually looked really good, especially against the run. Quiet as it's kept. I just learned how to use that phrase, by the way. Quiet as it's kept. You have to teach me that one. It's you gotta Google it. It's one of them ones that you can say it, but you gotta learn how to read it, and then it makes a lot more sense. Anyway, <laughs> quiet as it's kept. The D line has actually looked really good against the run. Royce Freeman, I think, had one big run in week one, and I think some running back I don't know with dreads uh, had a, a good run against uh, for the Vikings, like twenty two yards, because somebody was in the wrong spot. Other than that, the run defense does look fine. I think the D-line and that part of it looks good. I think when that's the case, if the secondary holds up, then you, the pass rush won't need to be like elite, elite. It's really just on Tedrick, Bradley, Shaq, and Trey to be elite. Which and is then, fair. And I think it'll trickle down. I don't know if that will happen, but I'm hopeful. I feel good about T2. Tedrick Thompson, that is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the nickname should be very clear. You never know. We might have a new listener today. Shaq is Shaquille Griffin. Trey Flowers Trey, obviously, that's just—is his real name Trey? I yes, his maybe name, it is. It's not. We it's, don't know. It's not short for something. It might be short for something, but I think it is just Trey. T R E. Uh, yeah, T R E, not T R. Uh, no, ooh, his name is—I don't know how to say that. Trey. Trakeel. Trakeel. Yeah. Oh, okay. T R E Q U I. L. No, did someone just put that? That's his name. Is that? Why would they mess around and do that? Because he said he was one of the he was like the third Griffin Kill? brother or something like that. Well, yeah, his name's Shaquille. That's why. Shaquille, Shaquille, Shaquille. Okay, there you go. All right, that's really black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is. I'm. I'm just saying. But those are the nicknames: Shaq, Trey, B Mac, T Two. Yeah. Just for the new listener, that's all. JB, Demo. They call Tyler Lockett Noe. Have we explained that on the show? I I. I know we have, and I don't know why this. Okay. I don't remember it. This will be the last thing. It's Ricardo Lockett. There was they had Ricardo Lockett and Tyler Lockett. That's Tyler right. Lockett's name does not have an e on the end. That's what Ricardo's it was. does. So they were. That's why they were like, "This is no e, Got no it. e." It's so stupid. Change it. <laughs> Change it. Yes, he, he needs a new one. It's so. St- I think most people just call him Tyler now. That that's but fine. That is no e. That's terrible. No e is is dumb. That's a, bad. that's a bad name. Shout out to Tyler Lockett also, who's uh, dropping a poetry album. Well, before we drop out of here, hot take, Mike, anything? Ooh, that's good, man. I had a latte that's messing with my stomach over here. Maybe you should stop drinking that. I know, it tastes good, though. <laughs> I actually like the taste of coffee now. I'm, I'm really like a Seattle native now. He's maybe, addicted. Maybe I, I'm not addicted, but... Oh, okay. First time of addiction. I'm not addicted. Um, <laughs> dang, I can't think of it. Of a hot of a hot take right now. Maybe Nick Chubb leads the NFL in rushing this season. No, I th- I think it'd be I think McCaffrey is a is a better bet if I had to pick somebody. Um, over Saquon Barkley. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch enough of the Giants. I just you know they suck. The Giants. 
They're going to give him the ball. He's going to get his touches. They had a terrible line last year, and he was disgusting. I feel like it should have something to do with A.B. Because I've been reading about his helmet and everything. Uh, let's Go see. ahead. Rapid fire, A.B. What you got, man? Okay. Hot hot take. A.B. won't make it to week 10. <laughs> I honestly don't even think he finishes the year with them. Wow. That is very hot. Bro, they're already fed up, bro. He ain't even played yet. I know. The, the GM got GM. out there and was like, yo. In or out. Yeah, bro. Like, come <laughs> on. It's a helmet, Cuddy. <laughs> you playing or you not? Like he said, we got eighty nine dudes here working. Yeah, that's that's a we got we got we got it's like the reverse of the Jay Z joints. Like we got we got eighty nine dudes. And we got a problem with one. <laughs> it's you. Are you making thirty million? Are well, you playing or he not? He also said I got ninety nine problems and a <laughs> the, <laughs> ain't one. Mike Mayock was like, look, man, <laughs> we get you thirty million dollars. You don't put on a damn helmet and come to work. <laughs> For real, oh, bro. Man. It's a helmet. Put it on. It's like, bro, if if you really can't see with your helmet on. Like the helmet they want him to use or whatever, it's like, bro, your helmet ain't that special, bro, bro. You need to just call a call Julio, call D Hop, call Odell, AJ Green, whoever, Amari Cooper, whatever they're using, just use that. <laughs> they can see just fine. Call Larry Fitzgerald. Ask Larry, Larry, you've been in the league since 1982. <laughs> what <laughs> what helmet are you using? I want to just use that, and you go from there. It's very simple. He's making this. I get why he's exercising his right as a player to, like, file grievances and contest and do whatever. Bro, there's plenty of elite uh, receivers who can see just fine in the regulated helmets. Put on the damn helmet and go out there and catch these passes from Derek Carr. (laughs) Like, what are you waiting on? That's ridiculous. So that's my hot take. He probably doesn't make it the year with them. They're going to be fed up. John Gruden ain't having that. He trade Khalil Mack. He'll trade Antonio Brown. In a heartbeat. Fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Will John Gruden be around to trade him? I don't think John Gruden makes that a year three. I think what happens is they suck so bad. AB's such a mess. They trade AB. They suck. Year three. They suck again. They got no cap space. Derek Carr stinks. And then after like by 20, by the time the CBA ends, John Gruden won't be there. Well, we will make that bet. I think they'll get five wins. You think less than five? Well, we'll do that come week one. Yeah, I think you're betting on the Raiders to be uh, competent. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seahawks Man to Man. Again, we will be with The Athletic, but we'll also be showing love to you guys that have been rocking with us via iTunes or wherever you listen. Mike, anything else you want to add? Man, I'm excited about being on The Athletic. I mean, I already work for The Athletic, but now we got you on there. I'm excited to be with this cool company, dropping some heat. It's going to be fun. I hope so. Then we can get you on some hot takes. Oh, man. We out.